My name is Fraser. My name is Mark. And we are the hosts of the Geekiest Show Alive. To the outside world, we're ordinary geeks. But in the fab international studios, we talk comics and find other geeks just like us. This is Geek of the Week. Welcome to Geek of the Week. You're on issue 30 with your regular hosts, Fraser and Mark. I'm Fraser. And I'm Mark, and it's issue 31, Fraser. 31, yeah. We've, 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 no, you, 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 you back see, in the past. you waited because it was a big delay. 30 and 1. Is that what it is? That's, yeah, 31. That's it is. Right, okay. Yeah, that's I've right. just been trying to time travel like the Avengers did, but obviously... I'm taking stuff with me and bringing it to the future and not, you know, messing up the thing like in Back to the Future. I've learned a lot in uh, Time Travel, thanks to that movie. Probably watching it cool. a good couple of times was uh, was worth it. Film, movie, whatever you want to call it. Both cool. both are right. Yeah. Both okay. are right. They're uh, cinnamons. There's not cinnamons, say. it's whatever it's called. Swinings, I don't know. Evil word for dyslexic, to be honest. But yeah, we've got a jam-packed show um, t- today. Well, similar to last week, so we're continuing we, um, with the trend of having a stacked news week and a huge pull or pass. So yeah. we've got four segments planned. We're probably not even going to touch, get anywhere near four. Maybe um, we maybe get free, maybe get trade off. We'll advertise the trade off this week because we've like advertised it three times already. Well, yeah, we've not tr- managed it. Yeah, we'll trade. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going to say what it is. Um, so, yeah, if it if it comes up, you know, there you go. Um, but it will come at so at some point. <laughs> we will, will get to this trade off. But yeah, pull or pass again. We're looking at more books that we picked up from Free Comic Book Day thanks to Traveling Man. Definitely check out uh, Traveling Man stores uh, all over the UK. One in Manchester where we're based. There's a couple in York. There's one in York. There's one in... Mark has the official notes. I and do have tell a list. There's one all the in rest. York. Um, then there's one in uh, Newcastle and one in Leeds as well. Oh, I should have guessed. That's what we do every week. I'll keep guessing. And then if I get them right, I get a prize. I get a pat myself on the back. The only reason I remembered the York one, because I was like, oh, wait, New York. And then I was like, oh, no, it's no, just, not, just York. Shop, 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 not old York. York, just York. So, yeah. But, yeah, that's traveling. Like, thanks to Traveling Man for sorting us out on Pull or Pass. And they're like our nice little sponsors on um, for Pull and Pass. It's, yeah, we appreciate them. We appreciate it. We do. And also, yeah, news. We've got a load of news. We've potentially got revenues, depending on how much of a hissy... That's not a word. Depending on how much of a hissy fit Mark throws. Uh, If you remember the Star Wars show... I'm I'm just going to press the the news theme. Yeah, press the news theme. I need photos of Spider-Man! So, you know with the sounds of J. Jonah Jameson, it's time for the news on Geek of the Week. We've got a load of news, and we've also got some revenues, potentially. But that's not a word. Potentially, depending on Mark's feelings towards this. So, Detective Pikachu came out last week, um, the weekend of our show. So, we got managed to have time to watch it, uh, some of us more than once. <laughs> <laughs> I only watched it once. Uh, <laughs> I said some of us are right. We can keep it open to who it was. <laughs> uh, 
Um, but we've, you know, we've given each everyone a bit of a week. Uh, so there's potentially going to be spoilers in this, but I don't feel like this is going to be a huge spoiler talk on this. Um, now, Mark, are you going to have a, a huff and a puff about us talking about this, or are you right. okay with it? Right, here's the thing. You gleefully sent me a message after the show where we had our to-do about Star Wars, saying that there were comic books before the film, and there were, and I acknowledge this. However, Star Wars is definitely generally regarded as a film franchise, but they do have significant comic books. So, you know, we can talk about Star Wars and <laughs> Pikachu and Pokemon. It's a video game franchise, maybe even a TV franchise. But it does Ooh. have significant manga as well. But that's another can of worms. Because yeah. if we're if you if you're opening we start, if manga, we're if we're opening I'm manga if we're opening manga, it's a bit of a I'm good with that. It's one it's like a doll with like alien tentacles coming out or whatever yeah, and just so, like all these demons and ghouls and we're like I, I think, ah, we're trying to keep it shut and then Pokemon's like snuck out I reckon. I think maybe as a rule of thumb our best bet is if it's if it's a popular Yeah, if it's if it, if it's popular in mainstream more mainstream stuff. Yeah, if it's more considered a different franchise, we can touch on it but not concentrate yeah. on it. Does that seem fair? We also as well, because um, I did realise um I'm got I didn't make a point of it in January we did review Glass and there's no comic book you did make a point of it you <laughs> whined from whined and whined about it on air no I, I didn't do it on air did. no I forgot on air oh, that we okay. the Glass was the one I forgot again, about I did every other example that was inspired by comic books I, I, I think we've just got a kind of we're, we're here to, we're here to break rules well, next week next week we're going to talk about yes. <laughs> Mary Poppins Returns we're not going to ever talk about Mary Poppins Returns because I will never I was instantly I was trying to think of a film that's yeah and you know is mary poppins returns your favorite film ever fraser not really but she's kind of a superhero in a way when you think about it uh, let's talk all about all care Pikachu. all caregivers are superheroes in their own that's, way that's, that's that's lovely and you are right <laughs> so yeah what did you think of uh detective pikachu um like you say it's based off a video game of the same name detective pikachu but they take a load more elements away from the just Pokemon franchise in general, yeah. it's inspired by a lot of different things. We, we, we've got a Pokemon comic on Pull or Path, later, exactly. So, so it's know. pretty fitting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, as far as I'm concerned, Detective Pikachu was so much better than it had any right to be. Yeah. It was, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It didn't rock my world and change my life, but I had a fun, fun time, and I came out of the cinema with a. St- Stupid grin, grin on, on your face. face, yeah. It was great fun. What more can you ask for, exactly to be honest? Exactly right. Well, I didn't expect war and peace. Yeah. <laughs> and I got lots of fun. I went in with, like, I was I was optimistic, but it was pretty good. <laughs> it was really good. And it was one of them that was, like, there was nice little callbacks to, like, either the video games or the, yeah. like, the anime and stuff like that. But it I wasn't so. one of them where you had to know that you had to know everything about it no. to enjoy it. I feel, I feel like it was a nice balance. Like, I watched Pokemon as a kid. I was more into Digimon, if I'm honest. Everyone was sort of like, oh, Pokemon's oh, the best. And I was like, what? I was all about Digimon, digital monsters. But it, I did dig Pokemon. Now, po- that is something we can't discuss. I'm never looking at Digimon. Oh, mate, apparently it's gone really dark now. Like, I was working in this school, and this kid was like, oh, do you watch anime? I was like, ah, sort of. I uh, didn't want to let out that I'm a developing weeb. 
but they were like, I was like, yeah, I watch some animes, and I mentioned a few, and then um, I mentioned, oh yeah, when I was younger, they uh, there was this show called Digimon, it was amazing, and all my friends went to Pokemon, but I really, and he was like, oh yeah, it's back, and I was like, no way is it back, and he was like, yeah, but it's not really for kids anymore, and I was like, whoa, 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 what? They're doing like a dark twist on Digimon, and apparently like swearing and everything like this, and I was like, no, I don't know if I'll watch it and be like, this isn't my, this isn't my Digimon. No. I don't want to be one of those people where they're like, you know, something new comes out, and I'm like, oh, that's not my so-and-so. But anyway, side sidetrack from I did in that was re- a bit of a tangent to it. Yeah, I I, re- I really did enjoy Pokemon when I was younger, like the Pokemon the first movie as well. I remember I had it on um, VHS throwback, nice, and it was a yellow, obviously for Pikachu and stuff like that. <coughs> and this, yeah, this kind of a tangent tornado. My next door neighbor had this VHS. He borrowed it off me, and I swear he had it for like two years. And I was just like, I never thought I was Good. ever going to get it back. And it's one of these, as we've discussed only a few minutes ago. I do like to rewatch stuff, so it yeah. was kind of annoying that I had this VHS and and it was cute as well. It was it was yellow like Pikachu and but yeah, enjoyed it, like all the different characters and they did a nice little callback to that movie with Mewtwo because obviously Mewtwo was a big thing in yeah, that yeah. and he, he's a huge part of this as well. And they go, they talk about Mewtwo being created twenty years ago and it was twenty years ago when the first film came out, which was really nice. And I think this is the get this is the um, film, sorry that breaks the video game stigma in a way. Because, to some extent, yeah. Yeah, it's like... And it sort of... It did it by not really being based off entirely by the video games or a video game. They, but they got everything right when it came to nods and stuff like that. Yeah. I thought that the CGI was perfect. Oh, exceptional. It was franchise-appropriate and yeah. really cool. It, and I, I really liked it. And importantly, the main character was a genuinely likeable guy yeah. who got some serious flaws that he got over as the film went on yeah the whole father was, the father this film. whole this whole f- um, film is about f- the father and son dynamic won't go into sp- yeah let's not go into spoilers we don't Too need much. to we don't need to um, but this whole film's about the father and son dynamic and Tim it was a great uh, great lead character there were some people like wait is that Ash and it's like no 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 they're doing something different here no nah, it didn't need to be and Ash. it could have been as, like, good it wasn't Ash and it's one of them if it was 20 years ago from you 2 Ash is probably old now he's probably like 20 years older um, I did like the world as well they had a rhyme city which yeah, was yeah. it mixed po- like Pokemon and humans can live together and I was like oh that's epic and it reminded me a bit of like um Again, the this film, I think it why it hit me really. It hit me right in the childhood because it reminded me of who, who framed Roger Rabbit in like yeah, um, similar to that. You know, like those Looney Tunes sort of live actions mixing the two together. Space and I, Jam. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. You and your space. I did. I didn't want to say it, but yeah, Space Jam. And I, I'm kind of excited to see more of this. I know the Sonic trailer hit a couple of weeks ago, and it it was a, a bit of a burnout. But if they sort of like take sort of notes from this I think that could be good as well um, for me I don't actually want the sequel I thought this came to a nice no yeah, yeah nice I'd, conclusion a and full a story they didn't arc. set they didn't um, set up a sequel as well I, I really like which this is why film. I watched it more than once sometimes when I know there's not going to be a sequel I'm not going to get more of this I'm like well I've got to enjoy it while it's here I don't think this needs a sequel I no. thought it was a genuinely nice self-contained fun film yeah exactly I, I think it's been <laughs> Pretty much a hit, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, internationally, Avengers Endgame just beat it on box office, which is crazy because it's like its third um, week mm. or whatever. Mm. But still... It's not uh, surprised, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. 
Not at all, not at all. Oh, wait, have I deleted that note on my phone? Oh, no, it's at the top. Speaking of... Oh, wait, have you got all your Detective Pikachu I've thoughts out of the way before Pikachu. I segue that into... Speaking fun film. Speaking of Avengers Endgame, it may be like three weeks in, but um, a big note about Endgame was there was no post credit scene, but not until now. Dun, dun, dun. There is now an end credit scene for Endgame. What? What can it be? Is it going to be Galactus looking over the planet and going, ah, uh, having Silver Surfer come back with his report on Earth? Is it going to be Kang doing, going, doing his time travel? It, no, it's uh, the Far From Home trailer uh, because they can't play they can't play it before Endgame because it spoils Endgame, so they're playing it at the end of Avengers, which is still cool. Well, apparently, like, in olden times, this is way before even my childhood, they used to play the um, trailers after films, but this was when films didn't have gigantic credits. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of a throwback in a way. Yeah, because they used they to do um, big opening. They used to do opening credits as like you know people's names on the on the way. So it'd be like mm-hmm. they'd exactly. have this long establishing shot of all these different names. So it's sort of been flipped. Yeah, and I think that's a, a credit to attention spans now, like people just want to get the film started and then it, um, the only way to get their attention is if you put your trailers at the yeah, beginning it's also Everyone... a reference to the fact that there are literally thousands of people on some films compared yeah. to maybe 30 yeah. in some of the biggest films exactly yeah. 100 years ago yeah it's just the times we live in um, sorry I sort of derailed what you were um, saying no, I before I don't think so I think um, what I do think is if they're doing this it's a missed opportunity they could have put something else that we hadn't seen in the Spider-Man trailer in, and that would make more people go and see yeah, Endgame just to see this two minute thing I would go back for the I, I would have gone back oh I'm still going to go back to see the Far From Home trailer and the big screen <laughs> okay but I would have I've seen that when I went to see Detective Pikachu I think but no I, no they didn't show well, whatever I've seen it I've seen it at the cinema yeah. but what I mean no is no you wouldn't have seen it in the cinema because it spoils Endgame uh, whatever but I I feel like it's a missed opportunity they could have just added a little after bit three weeks just a, a little scene. another little scene yeah so it means if you go and see it you get another three weeks little later bit. you get another little bit I don't know um, they could have even um, definitely seen the more of a trailer at the cinema no not this one have I not no it would have been the would last have been one the last one yeah whatever. yeah um, because you, we would have seen Tom Holland on the big screen going, if you've not seen Avengers Endgame, uh, maybe <laughs> run out the cinema for a bit and then run back in. Uh, true. I wonder, the thing is with that as well, how long are they going to have to wait until they can play that trailer just in cinemas? Cause they may never play that trailer in cinemas. Exactly, that might be. Un- it might. They might have to wait until it's, Avengers Endgame is out it, of... It's enough for you. But yeah. it's not quite enough for me. If it was a well, unique scene, I think it would be co- gone. It would be cool if they added stuff to the trailer. If that makes sense, and I think Maybe. what it is, it's less to get people to go back to see Endgame because they they're not like cocky with it, but they sort of know people will go back and see it. I think it's more of an advertisement for Far From Home because there'll be people who, for whatever reason, haven't got to see Endgame yet and have avoided the internet for like Endgame spoilers. So <laughs> might so might not have seen the Far From Home trailer. They're waiting for something at the end, and then they see the trailer for Far From Home, and they're like, oh, that's good. Or they're just dedicated Marvel fans, and they will stay till the end, even if there is no trailer. They, or they just want to hear the Iron Man clang, and then they see the Far Have From Home trailer. they the Iron Man clang, or is it the Iron Man clang and then the It's trailer? the Iron Man clang and the trailer, because uh, the okay. clang sort of happens... Um, the credits are still coming down. Like, it's not blank screen and then True. clang. Um, so I think it, yeah, it works out pretty cool. Um, 
It's almost like they planned it, Fraser. That, and, and, uh, they, yeah. they had a feeling. So it's, it's funny as well now because... Now you can say, oh yeah, every Marvel film's got an end credit scene, even if it's just a... That's uh, kind of an end credit scene. Yeah, it's at the end, and it's a scene. It's an end credit scene. It's not a scene, it's a trailer. It is. It's but, a trailer. Yeah, there's, so there's trailers and stuff like that. There's literally... Um, like They'll take clips out of stuff um, for their, most of their post-credit scenes anyway, so ca- it counts post-credit. Did, did you know that the term trailer comes from the fact that it used to trail after... The, uh, the film. Ah, that's nice. And that's oh. why they've started calling them previews now. Yeah. Because trailers they've... is a kind of inaccurate term. Yeah, you know, yeah. They, whereas if this is now actually a previews. Spider-Man trailer. Yeah, yeah. Rather than a Spider-Man preview. Yeah, out of all, <laughs> so out of all the trailers, this is the official. <laughs> wow. There you go. Wow, some, wow. In, some news and some education some facts, yeah, on yeah. films. Learn something new every day. Uh. Did you know that Marmite... This is a tiny tornado, if there ever was one. Here's another fact for you. I found out this week that Marmite um, is technically illegal in Canada because it has a secret ingredient in it, and if you try and get it through immigration, they asked what the secret ingredient was, and like the people at Marmite didn't give it away, so they said, oh, you're not allowed Marmite in. Um, this is sort of related. Is it crack? This is... No. Okay. <laughs> I don't think so. It? Well, they didn't reveal what it was, so it could, be, could crack. be crack. crack. But, um, oh, I've forgotten his name. I feel really bad. Um, Bill Niley, who plays the lead character in Detective Pikachu. Well, yeah. the lead villain in... Uh, oh, no. That was a spoiler. I apologize. Well, get on with it. He plays a lead character. He's one of the main characters in Detective Pikachu. We, we don't mind spoiling. We've left it a week. I know, but I should have, should have at least said it a bit. It's like spoiler warning a bit first. But he put, yeah, he's one of the characters in Detective Pikachu. And he was on This Morning, which is like a breakfast show in the UK. And I was like, oh, Detective Pikachu's just come out. He's in it. He's, you know, he's probably advertising for that, but he wasn't. He was aiming for this, like, oh, he was uh, advertising this OAP film that comes out in June. I was like, oh, whatever. But he, yeah, he sprouted this fout out about Marmite that it's illegal in Canada and you can't, he, he always tries to smuggle it in. But wow. people of Canada do have uh, Vegemite, so it's a bit of a. It's not as good. Uh, a bit of a compromise, but something that is really good and really exciting. So we covered this a bit on Polar Pass last week, mainly because I forgot to mention it on news, and I was like, I remembered like halfway through Polar Pass. Um, but they sort of the tweet reemerged again, and it reemerged on Jeff Lemire's um, Twitter itself. So I was like, oh, okay, there we go. We can cover it next news. Jeff Lemire is going to be back at Marvel in August 2019. Now this, I worry about. I worry about a sender. Very. Excited? No, it's not. As long, well, it is as long as Ascender keeps going. Yeah, Ascender will keep going. So he can work for Image and for Marvel. At the yeah, same yeah. Time. That like, oh, that's fine. Writers then. can work for as many people as they want. It's oh, a more okay, independent then. thing. It's less like, oh, you work for this strict company, unless like oh, you're so a, your like head CEO. Exclusive contract. No, no. Okay, no, it's just him then. returning to writing uh, at Marvel. Oh, like, yeah, okay. people will write for here, there, and everyone, unless they're sort of going for a big up position or they're writing a load. Like if he was writing. Every Marvel title under the sun. Yeah, yeah. Like a Bendis or like a Chip Zdarsky or a Dan Slott, then he wouldn't be able to. Um, Just yeah, the time can... constraints more than anything else. Yeah, that and sort of like they want to show that they're a business guy. Like I think. Oh, so they do. They, some do have exclusive contracts. No, so I, mm, it it some probably will, but some it'll be more like I want the head editor job at Marvel, so I'm going to write more for right, Marvel right. than and um, spread it out. And it's more of a. Yeah, it's sort of, it's like a freelancing, it's almost like, well, to to get it to you, it's, it's like wrestling. 
you know, you can have your different contracts. And, like, some people will wrestle for, um, like, Lucha Underground and have a contract with Lucha Underground. Some people will just, oh, I wrestle at Lucha Underground, but I do other stuff as, well, and, stuff as well. Yeah, that's fine. That, yeah, I, I get yeah. it now. I get it now. Um, yeah, if you're, if you're a wrestling fan, there's the comics content for you. If you're a comics fan, you're like, huh? There's the, there's the wrestling context for you. Yeah. The two in the same. There's a wrestling show on Fab Radio. You should listen to that yeah, on Thursday there's, at, I want to say, 9 o'clock. There's, a, um, there's also a really cool video on YouTube about how why more comics fans should be wrestling fans and why more wrestling fans should be into oh, comics. I've seen that. It's because very clever. They're, they're literally, yeah, they're like these long-lasting stories. Everyone's always changing. Characters are, you know, getting different writers and stuff. It's really interesting. Definitely recommend checking that out. But yeah, more more cool Marvel news. Interesting, like more. Oh, sorry. What are your opinions on Jeff Lemire being back at Marvel? We well, didn't really. We just touched I upon. I, I, I do love me some Jeff Lemire, and I am slowly but surely working my way through his entire back catalogue. Yeah. Uh, I read Roughneck recently, and I loved that. That was an exceptional piece of work, and um, yeah. Oh, that's going on trade off. At some I think point. It, it's really cool as well because we talked about um, Jonathan Hitman coming back, and they're getting Marvel are getting these power hitter writers coming mm. back to 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 write. I, I don't know what well, you're writing. Hitman's doing some controversial stuff with X Men. Yeah, as well, he's doing like, 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 like power of X. Yeah, major. Stuff, like yeah. it sounds really really cool. What would you be quite brave at the moment, Marvel? For sure. Really. What who? What character or? Yeah, what character would you like Jeff Lemire to write? What do you think he'd be interesting with? Oh, wow, now you've put me on the spot. I mean, I know he's doing Sentry, which I'm kind of uh, excited about because I don't know Sentry at all. Yeah. So I will buy it because it's Jeff Lemire. Yeah, And yeah. it will be my introduction to Sentry. So I hope it's kind of like an Alan Moore run on Swamp Thing where he gets a relatively... Unknown. unknown relatively underutilised character and makes it something Just special. Um, as for what I'd like him to write, I don't know. I mean, we've already got Daredevil's kicking it at the moment, and I'm, yeah, I'm loving the Daredevil. That's a, that's my favourite. Doing incredible stuff. Daredevil, and Daredevil in general is my favourite. Um, I don't know. What about you? I was, I was just trying to think of like maybe stuff like related to Ascender, so you could do like more stuff with the vision but then oh that would be good Tom King's stuff on the vision was so was good. good and if you get like maybe with Fantastic Four coming back into the thing maybe the like recent Moon Knight run was great as well yeah fra- oh he, yeah I could see Jeff Amir writing Jeff Amir um, did Black Hammer which you know was a team thing maybe maybe he's right for Fantastic Four yeah like a Fantastic but like you know the future foundation so the younger kids so like mm-hmm. the Franklin Richards and um, oh I forget the Valerie, I think it is, or something like that. But maybe them, or a younger team, a younger team that are coming up. Or to be fair, he could write literally anything, and I think people would be on board. Yeah, that's it. for it. And it, it, you know, he could start He's his own. Right yeah, he could start his own um, new team or. He's- anything like that he's been brilliant for years but only in the last few years have people really kind of like noticed just how good he is yeah you know? be, yeah it'll be really 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 exciting and more exciting news for marvel comics is marvel a thousand 80 years of comics is coming up and they're doing that like this big celebration again like we talked about a while back on well only a few weeks ago on paul pass with detective comics 1000 that marvel are reaching their thousandth issue as well 80 years of comics. It's a long time now. And we've only had what, like... Well, I've, I've got... 11 a, years of films, the MCU. I've got a um, 
like a it's like a canvas poster thing on my you wall do yeah and yeah. it's 70 years of marvel so that that, that that's a 10 year old poster. poster and um i'm not gonna replace it'd, it it'd be interesting to see what the 80 year poster is because well that 70 year poster you look at that and there's some great stories on yeah. there but that is a poster before the times of the films yeah that's right well, be, one year in yeah it'd be interesting to see what Stories because we talked about this a while back as well. I keep always referring, just listen to every listen back to every week's show and you'll get the references. I wish I was like, you know, in comics, there's the editor that says, See, issue, did it. Oh, I yeah, wish I was, yeah. I wish I was that on the ball of it. But we talked about like, how, like, raised up a question of what comics or which storylines, um, because everyone knows about the memorable ones like your Civil Wars, um, your Secret Wars. Your, your, you know, your big DC stories and stuff like that, like your Watchmen's and all that, and trying to think of what are the present-day ones, like stories yeah. we're getting now that are going to be that in the future. So it would be interesting to see in those 10 years which ones... Which ones they Mar- Yeah, Marvel have seen as these are um, the new and improvers. And because which in ones that, they would cut from that poster? Cause you yeah, have picture, you yeah. have to cut ones out to bring new ones in, so it'd be good to do a little uh, comparison. Oh, I do love a comparison. You do. But yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to it. It's, I think it's a very special thing. 80 years of comics. And yeah. That's incredible. We it's, put that on Paul O'Bass. It's funny that there's 80 years of Batman and 80 years of Marvel around the uh, same time. It's written like, yeah. It's yeah. really, really, really quite interesting. Now, I'm going to keep up with Marvel because we've, we've only got two news topics left so yeah let's go for marvel and then we'll finish off with a bit of dark course news very exciting so marvel ultimate alliance 3 is coming back it's kicking and swinging it's only coming out on nintendo switch at first i believe but they've released some new gameplay footage and we got to see some new uh, characters who we wouldn't have seen in marvel ultimate alliance um one and two mainly because some of them weren't around but we saw Miles Morales gameplay, which I was very excited about being a Spidey fan. We saw a load of different characters who had been popular in the film. We saw like a Gamora, we saw uh, Captain Marvel, Black Panther, and all these different characters. And it's and games will be influenced more by the films now than they were by the yeah yeah for sure. The, 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 the films are, let's be honest, more mainstream than the comics. Yeah, it was interesting. I can't remember if it was one or two, but one of them was inspired by uh, Civil War, which was really cool. Um, but they did their own version of the Civil War, and they related it more with Doctor Doom and stuff like that. So it's it's kind of yeah, it's kind of cool um, that we're just getting another Marvel Ultimate Alliance because I think the thing Marvel have been missing, but it seems like they're getting more on track with, is video games. Like, yeah. they kill it on TV, kill it in films, um, kill it in comics. And then video games, it's always sort of been a misstep. Like, DC have brought out incredible games with their Batman series. Yeah, they've had some, and, they've, been, they've been killing it with games. Yeah, and their Injustice stuff. And we got the Spider-Man game, which was incredible. We're getting a spin-off in comics. But um, <laughs> more of that stuff. Appa- no, 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 a new one. Oh, okay. Not the Yeah, not that one. That one wasn't good. Um, but we're getting a new one that is more that's promising to be what we wanted when we talked about that book, uh, okay. not what we got. Um, but there's talk about there's been this Avenger project on the rumors for ages. They had like a mini teaser, which everyone thought was going to be, I think, Age of Ultron or an Infinity War trailer, and it wasn't. And some people got annoyed, but I got really excited because I was like, oh, video game, woohoo, exciting! But it's nice that we're getting the Marvel Ultimate Alliance free I've again. Not played one or two? Are they good? 
the pr- they're good. They're more expensive now. When they were when you could buy them on PS2 and that they were like a tenner, maybe less. Now that they've they've redone them for PS4, redone them air quotes, and it's like forty quid. I'm like, mm. so like a what, like a an, a remaster. No, literally, it's just on PS4, but you can like it's a, it's the same PS2 game, but you can play it on PS4. Yeah, like the right. graphics aren't exceptional, and right, they're definitely of their time. But it's like, uh, have you seen the Crash Bandicoot and stuff like that? How you can now play it on PS4 if you buy the PS4 thing. Right, like they've done okay. some touch-ups. Like it's not exactly going to be like the PS2. Um, but yeah, so there's there's that, and I'm just like, mm, if I feel like playing this game, I'll just brush out my PlayStation 2 if I'm honest. I'm not really going to fork out forty, maybe fifty quids for it. Yeah, it's that's, probably that's a lot it's of probably money for it's probably cheap. It's probably cheaper now. When I looked to get it on PS4 it was that price it's probably like 20 quid now or something but I'm not going to check that because Ultimate Alliance 3 is coming out and this is kind of a thing of like if it's just out on Switch it's very tempting to get a Switch oh get a Switch we can play Switch together I know especially seeing um, because obviously when we watched Detective Pikachu they had all those all the ads were for you know Pokemon stuff, and you can get which like a you can get a Pokemon ball uh, controller, which looks which really looks cool. Great. There's loads of different Pokemon games on there, and yeah, they get, Switch are getting more and more cool stuff. Like they're getting some PlayStation exclusive stuff as well, which is no longer going to be PlayStation exclusive. Well, the <laughs> when it goes there, like Formerly they're getting PlayStation the, exclusive. like Crash Bandicoot and stuff like that. So it's like, hmm, maybe. The, I, I, but, I love the Switch, and um, we, we, if you remember, we talked about Inky Pen quite a while ago now. Yeah, and if that was just had some more mainstream content, it, it would have been absolutely super. Yeah, but yeah, I was uh, I'm excited about this game as well, and it's sort of it's it's not changed what it is to fit the more like what game games we have now. It's still, which is a credit to itself and sort of, it might be a defer for it as well. Like if people are wanting that, you know, Injustice or wanting that like Batman Arkham, Spider-Man feel, they're not going to get that. It's literally like you can pick a character, you play along with your mates and it's just like running around. You know, there's one set area and you just go around, beat, beat, beat up and then you, you, I can't remember the actual video game turn. You beat him up in one stage, then you move over to the next one, and then maybe there's a cutscene and stuff like that. So it's it's very much like the other two, um, which can be it can be all right, but it can also be very frustrating if, if you're trying to like, you know, you're doing the same stuff over and over again. Uh, whereas like your Batman's and your art and your your Batman and your Spider-Man games, there was some variety there. There was more like uh, it's it's a non-open world. That's the most video game I can say. Right. It's not you like there. not like your open worlds. There is a way. I think. It's not like platform. There's a, there is a Linear. term for it. I don't think it's that either. But people will know what I mean. I'm hoping so. Anyway, if not, just uh, let me know and be like, yeah, Fraser, I know what you mean. Or I'll be like, Fraser, you meant this, and it'll set my mind, it'll set my mind at ease. I'm gonna when we finish the show, I'm just gonna like constantly Google and go on all uh. these like gamer websites and be like, I need to know. Oh. Yeah, final bit of news. I just accidentally <laughs> um, deleted it off my notes, but it's a good thing I know anyway. So Dark Horse and Netflix have made an exclusive deal together for more TV, potentially film stuff. This is very exciting, and I think it comes off maybe the success of Umbrella Academy. Uh, funny that. Isn't it? But for, for me, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. The, the Dark Horse are very famous for taking film and TV franchises and making comics from them. So I'm assuming we can't have an alien tv show or a or a new buffy or a new firefly right um maybe a new oh 
What network are Buffy and Firefly with? Alien, uh, Alien belongs to Disney because it's Fox. Right, so... It was Fox so, and now and, it's... And, so is it... And stuff that's already been made into films? Oh, like actually, City Buffy... Like 300, are they, are Buffy, they up for grabs? Buffy and... No, what will be? It'll be stuff that's specifically, like, copyright laws. It'll be stuff that is specifically Dark Horse. Like, it's... Dark Horse used to write Star Wars. They won't be able to touch that. On That's Netflix. what I mean. So, they won't so be able to it, no, no, no. It'll Buffy, be it'll they? be stuff like they originally made. And Buffy and um, Firefly are now with Boom Studios, not Dark Horse. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there's oh, like right, change okay. it. It'll be stuff that like they'll have a comics license for that, but they won't own it. It's stuff like Dark Horse owns or Dark so, Horse. So do Dark so Horse it'll be like Dark Horse City and Three Hundred, which have been made into films. Could we see TV versions of that? If they were originally comics, yeah. So Sin City was originally a comic. And that's interesting. Yeah, 300, like I don't that. think... I think 300 was just a film and then they made a comic. I think... Uh, I don't know. I, I, I but if I'm incorrect, like then... If I'm incorrect and it's it was Frank a comic Miller first... as well. Then, I yeah. Think it was a comic first. But I think what they'll do is they'll probably touch on stuff that hasn't been adapted. And the great thing about Dark Horse is all the stuff you've mentioned, it that was great a couple of years ago maybe yeah. sometimes 10 20 years ago but they brought out so much cool stuff recently I mean, and, and hellboy was another one that i was thinking about could we see a, a hellboy TV yeah so you could see hellboy on netflix do well. yeah yeah so they can um dip it away from t uh, dip it away from the film franchise and try it on tv and it might work a bit better for it especially on that netflix format I, I was looking through what Dark Horse do, and the obvious one that I think that they will probably do sooner rather than later is the True Lives of the Fabulous Killjoys, because that's another Gerard Way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I they might just just keep working with Gerard Way, and it's it's exciting what we can see, and it's it's nice as well because it's sort of, you know, Marvel, Marvel Netflix deals sort of, you know, that went its way, but now we're getting a new one, so we're seeing more comic book stuff on Netflix. Are there any titles you're particularly excited that could potentially be picked? Because for me, I'd quite like to see The Mask. The Mask would be real. And I'd also like to see Axe Cop. It would be cool. Co- would be so be, much fun. It would be interesting to see what kind of mask we get. If we get the mask like the comics, that is horrifying. Exactly. And it will scare me while we try and watch it. When you think about Sabrina. The Teenage Witch and the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Yeah. How well that did. I think maybe it's time they might for go a nastier, darker They might go mask. for that. And because people will watch going, oh, I remember the Jim Carrey film. Be like, oh, this ain't the Jim Carrey film. And I think if you've got a sort of relatable lead, because the thing is with the comics, it can be hard to read because the Stanley Ipkiss in that is like, oh. But like the Stanley Ipkiss in the film is like, you know, it's Jim Carrey. So if they found like yeah. a middle ground, like someone you can sort of, a Stanley Ipkiss you can identify with, but then when he turns into the mask, maybe a bit like, Oh, he's funny, but he's also a bit strange and dark. And the thing is, like, I mean, Jim Carrey can pull that off. He's done it in other films. But it'd be interesting to see who they would get as the mask because it's that. I don't know if it would be a similar thing like people talk with Aladdin. You know how Will Smith's been, like, people like, oh, that's big shoes to step in with with Robin Williams. I wonder if it'd be a similar situation. Obviously, not to that grand it's of a scale. Long enough that someone else could step it. Oh yeah, but I'm just saying, like, you're going to get that comparisons to Jim Carrey. I feel like, and you know, it's it's. If you're a good actor, you're not bothered by tough. stuff like that. Uh, oh you know, no, yeah, you'd to- never have I to- joke I to- again. I totally agree. Um, as an actor, like an actor will, you know, like, oh yeah, I can step into this. Just whether the fans will be, it's you know, and how that's received. But if it's on Netflix, it's less. 
it's less caring about box office figures or whatever. It'll just be more mm. like if people enjoy this and people want to see more. Yeah, exactly right. But yeah, um, it's, it's even you know if people watch it, regardless of people moaning about it, that's not the same as Jim Carrey. If people watch it, yeah, that's all that matters. And it'd be um, one thing that I do find interesting. I'd be interested to see where these rights lie. Is so. Fight Club 2 and Fight Club 3 have been exclusively comics with Dark Horse. And the original writer of Fight Club, Chuck... Um, I know I said Chuck Palumbo, but I'm sure no, he... It's Chuck Pell something. It does, but Chuck P. Chucky yeah. P. Chuck. Um, he's been writing the comics as well. Mm. So if he's got the rights to that, for, you know, to do this deal with Netflix, it would be cool to maybe see that on there and it'd be all that... You know, it's... Every college kid's or jock's favourite film, Fight Club, if everyone's got a poster in their dorm room or whatever, but it'd be interesting to see um, how that would be received on Netflix, because um, I think that would make, yeah, build a huge audience. It'd be interesting, for sure. I think um, I'd like to see stuff like um, motion comics. Yeah. I've, 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 I've seen some of the Marvel motion comics, and I've seen the Buffy Series 8 motion comic. And I quite like those. They're pretty cool. Yeah. So with this deal, maybe we'll see some motion some motion comics. comics on nice. That. The Watchmen one's really cool as well. And mm. Netflix did a while back have motion comics. And they had the Spider Woman one. They had a, a lot of motion comics. That's where I watched them. But they only had them for a short period of time. Yeah. And I think it's one of them. I don't know if they'd be as popular on there, but it would be cool to still have them. I think for me, for um, I'm not specifically looking forward to any dark horse thing being on there i'm more interested in maybe picking stuff up like umbrella academy like seeing it on netflix and then checking out the comics if that makes sense like getting to getting a foundation from seeing it visually and then going to read comics so i'm excited for this deal because it means i'm potentially going to read more dark horse that makes sense like as soon as i finished umbrella actually got like halfway through umbrella academy i was like yeah i want to read the comics now as well and i think That's what I'm looking right. forward to as well. And, you know, it doesn't hurt to do that. Um, no, not at all. Yeah, I think that's Anyone that's more where... otherwise is just being a massive snob. And, yeah, but... And, uh, just, and just stop that. Yeah, and I think that's the part of this deal that I'm really looking forward to. And, yeah. Yeah, just more more comic book stuff, please. And then we can talk about it as well. And revenues can return. Ugh, that's not a word. Now, we're going to have to be a bit of a judgy character here. Should we end the news there, or yeah, we'll end the news there. We'll end the news there. Yeah, but well, I think we've um, so similar. So similar to trade off, um, Spider Man into the Spider Verse Part Two discussion. Um, it's not your week. Uh, you're no. gonna have to. You have to wait. You're probably not going to be here next week either, because I imagine there'll be a lot of news then. But we will find time for we'll you. We'll find time for it. We'll always find time for everything. But <laughs> oh my goodness, I need to stop talking with my hands because I'm gonna destroy everything he bashed the microphone quite heavily yeah. so apologize it, to people aren't we using headphones yeah yeah so sorry <laughs> so that's our thoughts anyway on these news and uh the film the film detective pikachu but we want to know your fellow geeky thoughts guys girls geeks of all kind and you can share your thoughts keep this conversation rolling on our facebook discussion group on twitter and in the youtube comment section below the YouTube video of this news section, which will be on our YouTube. Also on our YouTube is a is a very I think it's funny. It's also emotionally hurting. Um, video from Infinity War, but that's 
all I'll say involves yeah have a look at that it's quite cool invo- involves Spidey and Iron Man and a nice song um, but yeah that's the news <laughs> This live is, every week. Every yeah. week he's live. Every week live, even when I'm not on the desk. Exactly. One week, Mark will do it live no, I won't. every week. <laughs> Never. So, this is Pull or Pass, the yes. section of the show where we take a look at a few comics, usually free, um, sometimes more, but we tend to average it with free, and we say whether we pull or pass on them. Um, just to explain the term, Paul, when you go into your local comic book store and you pick up a comic book, let's say you've just seen Detective Pikachu and you see a Pokemon comic and you're like, hey, I like this. I'm going to um, buy... I don't know why I did that accent. Well, why, hey, why, why do you I've become got, Italian? I've got a character now. Hey, I've just like come from... <laughs> wow. I've just like come from Italy to, to the... Tra- no, 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 stop it. Just to travelling man, because I'm a traveller and I like my comics. Uh, I, I'm walking into a travelling man in uh, Manchester, York, Please. Leeds or Newcastle. Um, if you're an Italian person or any nationality and you come into uh, England, be sure Goodness to check out one of the travelling man... Um, yeah, stores we, we are sponsored by Travelling Man, actually. Polo Pass is sponsored by Travelling Man. They well, do have a very good deal on at the moment. Oh, there we Man. go. Two for one on... Um, on it, it's called Seven Manga. I've, I've not heard of that, but they've got a two for one deal on manga and uh, first, second graphic novels as well. Ooh, yeah, nice. So, so if you want one, you get another one. You, I say you buy one, you, you get, get one free. free. I say you buy one, you, you get one free. If you don't get that reference, you're probably not British. <laughs> no, probably not, no. But yes, um, yeah, they have these amazing deals on, and yeah, they've managed to help us out. And yeah, so again, going back to Paul, yeah, the Paul we, we, part. We, 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 so, we, we, we need to get a bit more slick on this. Thank you to Travelling Man. We probably should have said that first. Let's say if you pick up a Pokemon book or any book and it's a one, two, three, whatever... Whenever another one of that comes out, so a two, a three, a six, a seven, or a one billion, um, they'll keep it behind the desk for you. Um, Travel Man are really great at this. Uh, it's funny whenever you see Mark just they, they have go into and just like, oh, can I have my pull, please? And, and he's get, excited to see all the comics. And, and then, they give me £20 worth of comics and then he sees every the, week. And then he sees the price. And he's like, oh. Uh, I'm doing that after the show. Oh. But yeah, so it's almost like a subscription service, but less intense, less like, oh, we need your money, you need Casual to set up a direct debit. Yeah, and it's one of them, like, you can come in every Wednesday when new comic books come out, or you can come, like, once a month when payday is. So, you know, whenever whenever you can get there, they'll have the comics for you there. And one of the really cool things you can do, if you know a comic's coming out, um, you can actually already put it on your pull. Um, this is really important with some titles, because they might not get that comic in because there's so, many com- there's so many comics out there and it's a business at the end of the day and it, they can't really get every comic ever because that would be impossible but also there's some comics they don't get because they don't think people will read and it, you know if you're keen to read it let them know and they'll happily bring it in for you and it's the true. good thing about Paul is as well it's not a, it's not you know an ironclad thing like if you if you get disinterested in a book you can take it off your pull sometimes it might it might take two issues to take effect because they've already brought those in and if it's if they're specifically buying it for you mm. um then you know they're not gonna leave like an issue 12 and 13 just chilling there because you know people want to read the other ones and it's a nice way to guarantee that you get a complete collection and not have issue one two three I've just finished Days Five, of Hate, actually, and, then... and that was on my pull from the very first issue. Yeah. And I've, I've got all 12 of them in a nice little row. It's a nice little completion thing. But this isn't our regular pull or pass because 
on our first show on May the 4th, it was Free Comic Book Day. And the way Free Comic Book Day works out is all these publishers come together and they release exclusive um, books for Free Comic Book Day. They have it all on the title. And thanks to Travel Man, we were given around like 30 of the free comic books. There was 51 of them all together, which is crazy madness yeah. but it, we managed to get got bigger and bigger every year yeah we managed we managed so we, to get we've dedicated the month to yeah it, we dedicate the whole month of may to getting through we got through 10 last week from going through nine this week and then we've got eight eight maybe ten next week yeah we're, de- we're, we're debating um yeah i'm trying to source some more well, but, by, by source what you mean is ebay yeah, <laughs> or just, you know, looking online as well, like Comixology might be our friend here because they might give out free free ones. Um, mm. Well, we'll see. But, we, but yeah, we've got nine that's, that's all in Destiny. We've got nine this week, and the way Paul is going to work this time around is a lot of these free comic book um, day things, either a sort of, they're a marketing tool, let's put it bluntly. But some of them are like, oh, here's a new book coming out um, if you want to read it, or here's some stuff, here's a preview of what the books are, but you can get them in trade or you can jump onto here. So it's basically almost like if we would keep going with it and each one's going to have their own different term of what Paul would be. Spoiler alert, my Amazon list is full of new stuff thanks to this project. Yeah, yeah. So I guess guess, um, Free Comic Book Day did its job with me. Yeah, exactly. And I'll slowly but surely be buying quite a lot of these over the in trade for in trade for gonna have a nice little summer summer books and yeah now the first book we're going to talk about uh is very good very interesting um not interesting what's the word it's a uh, topical very topical that's the <laughs> word oh my right and stopping head i don't no i keep i don't like being on this side because i there's more room for hand gestures on if you, if you that hadn't, side. If you hadn't guessed, I'm running the desk again in practice for when he abandons me. No, when I, get snapped, like, when I get snapped away for two months. He doesn't like my side of the desk. It's very like, how do you... I talk with my hands, so it's, this is very difficult. He does. Calm down. Talk about to, Pokemon. I'll turn this way. So yeah, the first uh, free comic book we're going to talk about is Pokemon! Pokemon, the movie I Choose You. So, yeah, it's based off that um, film. It, it was on Amazon recently. Uh, not Amazon, Netflix recently. But it also features a nice little book called Pokemon Adventures. So you got two stories in one here. And interestingly, this, is, this comic is formed like a manga. And if you know mangas, they actually read the other way around. Right to left. Right to left. Because but, Japanese originally reads right to left. That's yeah, yeah. Like that. But interestingly enough, on the back, so if you were to pick this up like you would a normal uh, Western book, it actually tells you that the book reads right from left, which was very nice to say. Um, And also you look at it and you go, hang on, why is the advertisements at the back? Oh, wait, I'm holding it the wrong way. And then I will admit, uh, because I haven't read manga in the past, um, at first I was a bit like, whoa, wait, which way do I go? And then it made more sense, like... When you just it, when you You've put it into when, no no when you put it into grief. when you put it into context it makes so much more sense and I think it was nice that because we've got two sort of like manga inspired uh, manga ones on here manga inspired free comic books um, so I'm glad I picked this one up first because I sort of know Pokemon the the movie um, Pokemon I like the I choose you movie so I knew where it was going and I know the Pokemon um, story because this first one and the second one are very much inspired by. 
the first episodes and stuff like that, and it was literally, it felt a bit like reading them in comic form, but also in black and white. Um, but what were your thoughts on the Pokemon um, I two stories? I just don't get why, you, why they, they adapt things so specifically from... Yeah, almost like shot. Almost like shot for shot. Yeah, I've never. Yeah, I've never been a fan of that. Which is which is a complete paradox because my favourite film is Sin City, and that is a shot for shot take on the comic book. Yeah, but I guess I guess it's different when it's comic to film. When it's film to comic, because sort of like I I don't understand it. I knew the plot. It's not like it's a downgrade. Not not to say that like film to comic is a downgrade, but it's just sort of like. and you know what I mean. I'm, I'm being a bit of a weirdo, but it, it was it was fine. It was yeah. it's, it's a kids' book, and um, it, it, it the artwork was nice, and yeah, it was. And Pikachu's eyes looked so anger. It was fine. Pikachu's eyes looked so gleeful, and that smile. Oh. Yes. No. Oh. That beautiful, cute little I smile. I like this in black and, black and white, which is like classic manga. Yeah, style, yeah. So that was that was really cool. To, I think um, it was a it was a good gateway into I think manga, if I'm honest, and it's. It'll be interesting because there'll be a lot of people um, who would have seen Detective Pikachu or known it was coming out and gone to Free Comic Book Day and maybe picked this up or, you know, been big fans of Pokemon in the past. Some probably would have re- read manga before, but some, like myself, probably would have never read it's it. And probably it's probably a nice intro. Intro into it. And when we went to Travelling Man um, last week, someone, because they had a few of these spare, someone actually picked this up. Um, because you're like, oh, I'll get this for my kids because the film's coming out. And I was like, that's exactly like, that's, yeah. you know, that's, that's what it's seeing for. the marketing at the forefront. And I was just like, I wonder how his kids are going to get uh, get on reading this. <laughs> and yeah. I sort of want to sort of want to get a follow up. If we see him in next, this week, yeah. like, how did your kids find reading it? And if they were like, if, if they were like, yeah, they found it stri- easy straight away and they did it. And I go, okay, well, I feel stupid. <laughs> Once you get used to it. I yeah. read quite a lot of manga, so it's it's like dead easy for me. But I, I remember the feeling that you're talking about, and it is maybe not intimidating, but confusing. I think it's one of those things as well. Like you get so accustomed because, like, growing up, everything we read is the other way around to this. Do you know what I mean? So it's it's one of them. It's it's almost muscle memory in a way, like changing yeah, your yeah. way thing, and it's. Um, I just want to take. I just want to give a round of applause to. To anyone who can who reads comics and manga or reads, you know, thanks. No, but like can shift like back to back and when like sh- be able to shift their eyesight like that. I mean, some, you probably had years of practice. When um, Akira was translated into English, they used like technology to flip, flip it round, flip it round. That's cool. And it it just made a lot of it a bit odd though. Every character was left-handed. Apparently, uh, one of the future is left-handed, so right. stuff like that. And oh, so like a small detail. They've never released Akira to read right to left, as far as I know, in this country. The volumes are still left to right. Yeah. And um, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. At the time, it, I read Akira a long, long time ago. Um, at the time, it didn't bother me. But now, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I, I think I'd prefer to have read it right to left, really. Yeah, I guess it just, it depends as well, I guess, what audience they're going for as mm. well. If they really want to get, like, if they knew they had the Western audience and they knew that, like, oh, people know that they read that way, maybe they would have the done it that way. I guess subbing argument. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's fair. Yeah, actually, yeah, that's a very good point. And, like, um, when you're watching an anime, do you watch it subtitled or do you watch it with English dubs? And either or works. One of the interesting things, I think, with Pokemon is just to touch upon it, just because 
to give it its sort of difference to the other manga inspired book we're talking about. And it's the same with, like, it's gotten very westernized, I think, Pokemon, because, you know, they just released a huge film and it had American, Canadian, and British actors in. Mm. It was filmed in London, a bit blatant at some points. Um, there's a nice little Lloyd's Bank, which I, I think I pointed out to you, and it's like, oh, that's good product placement. It's like, it's even really good product placement, or they just forgot to get rid of it. Yeah, <laughs> but, um,. But it is, it's interesting to see that, yeah, that, that it, this franchise has been almost so Americanized or like westernized um, in a way. And it's just, yeah, um, just interesting and pretty cool that despite it, uh, Pokemon being so westernized, that this free comic book was like, nah, we're going to get you into manga. It's your training wheels into being a uh, weeaboo. I think it was nice. I liked it. And now the next book we're going to talk about, also by Viz, forgot to mention who. Um, who published the book, is My Hero Academia. Now, this is another um, gateway into reading manga and gateway into um, animes. My friend uses it all the time and because it's it's a superhero. It's a superhero anime show and it's a superhero um, book. And it's, it's basically about the... It's a school of heroes and they've all... In this world, it's sort of like in humans in a way and sort of like the X-Men um, stuff where there's a school. But... In this world, everyone has a, a quirk, so like has a different superpower, um, and you get it around like your teenage years or something like that. In a very similar way to puberty, but everyone has their own different quirks, and then they have schools for superheroes. And superheroes are well known because they use their quirk for good. There's people who are villains use their quirk for bad. So it's this whole world where like being a superhero isn't, um, you know that. You know, like how Marvel is sort of like the spectacular... Most superheroes, sorry, in the way is the spectacular in the mundane. This is very much like the spectacular everywhere, but it's how you use it. And like, you know, some people are more spectacular than others or some people, yeah, have better quirks than others or use their quirk for better. But this book also had a feature from the promising... Promised Neverland, which is um, I was talking to someone when I had my time in Croatia, and they were really into manga. Um, and we talked a uh, manga and anime, and we talked a bit like, like I said, I'm slowly getting my way into anime. And he suggested um, the Promise Promised Neverland, and I was thinking it was going to be like Peter Pan inspired. But how did you get on with Promised Neverland? Well, that's the thing is, I was like, right, I'm definitely going to start watching this. And then I saw this free comic book, and it was these two together. I literally have just started My Hero, I'm like halfway through the first season. And The Promise Neverland is something I'm going to go into. Um, so I really enjoyed the My Hero stuff, because it, it was from further into the story than I am in the TV series. So I was like, okay, so this gets really cool. Um, so it urged me to, you know, watch the anime even more. The Promised Neverland, I really liked the intro, but people have warned me that it goes into horror. <laughs> yeah, well, for me, it was the opposite. I loved Promised Neverland. It was cutesy, 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 dark. Yeah. And it was brilliant. And I felt it was a lot deeper, more meaty than the My Hero Academia stuff. It was just a fight. It was a very yeah, long-winded yeah. fight. And there the really wasn't very much there for me in the My Hero I f- yeah, at all. It was just it was a fact. manga. I love the art style, though, because it was, it's like, say, yeah. perfect manga. Like, it just illustrates um, yeah, it was, it the was manga style. The manga style, and, absolutely. And that whole sort of, yeah, just the shots they have. And that yeah, whole thing that, like that. that people joke about with animes, like Nigahiga does this great video about, like, every every anime ever. And it's that whole thing of, like, they're always in a mon- monologue in between each fight. It's like, I need to access all my power, 
oh, I've accessed half my power. And the guy's like, oh, he's accessed half his power. How has he done this? But now I do this. And then it's like, yeah. four pa- Like, it's almost a parody in a way, but, like, it was funny reading it and just being like, oh, yeah. And then, but I think having the context beforehand, like, watching a bit of the anime, I think helped with this. And Probably. I think, I think with My Hero Academia, it seemed more like it was, we know you like the anime, here's what it looks like in manga. Yeah, so it's still cool. So it was getting, and there is that advert halfway through the book, you've watched the anime, now read the manga. And I feel like for My Hero Academia, that's what yeah. they were sort of I, irking I, towards. I, I loved think, Promise Neverland. I think with the Promise Neverland, though, they are just partway through their first season, so it's a good way to start off with. Mm. But So I think this book was more targeted getting people to read the manga mm. because I mean, it left you with a cliffhanger and it was that whole thing of, oh, what is on the other side? And I'm, I mean, I'm, much, I'm more into manga than you are, and the, these books are obviously standard comic book size, whereas I'm used to tiny little manga volumes. Yeah, yeah. And this was, it was a nice, it was a nice big read. I, I quite liked it. Yeah, it was a nice little change base. And as well, the books are, I, mangas are more like books, aren't they? But like really small, like yeah, kind of small, chunky. smaller size than Yeah, this. yeah, like a, like a, you know those language books you get where you like flip through tourist books and it's like how to speak the different languages what, a, a phrase book yeah yeah, yeah maybe uh, a smidge, smidge bigger smidge bigger but um, so yeah, yeah small, and the images anyway. like the Im- so images on manga would you get as many I feel like they cram in more panels in um, mangas than they do maybe in these comic books or am I um, no I don't think so I think this was just the same kind of stuff but on a, on a bigger scale which was kind of cool to see really yeah I did, yeah, I really did enjoy um, The Promised Neverland because, again, it was that whole thing of it promised, um, like, just reading it. It was that, it wasn't um, Peter Pan, but it was sort of close to it. It's that sort of that whole, like, family dynamic. Everyone's kind of young, everyone's young here, and it's, you know, I was like, oh, okay, I can get behind this. And now that there's going to be a dark twist on it, I was like, as long as you don't get too scared. What I think I'm going to be with this, oh, we forgot to mention Pokemon. Um, what's going to be the pull or pass? I'll go back to that. Well, whatever it um, is, pass. So, do, do, do. oh, would you read, here we go, would you read more Pokemon, would you read any Pokemon manga? No, I don't think so. I like the games, yeah. and I, I, I watch the TV show, but no, I'm not going to read any I don't think I'd read specifically that manga, but these two together have definitely made manga be on my pull at some point. I'm definitely going to check out some manga. But with these ones... I'm, I'm very um, interested in Promise Neverland, though. Yeah, Promise Promise Neverland is definitely going to be on my pull, and that might be the first manga I check out. But what I'm going to do is, just to be safe, because I know I'm a huge Freddy cat, I'm going to watch the anime, see how scary that gets. If I get too scared with the anime, I'm probably not going to read the book. You are a ridiculous <laughs> human. But I do want to know what's on the other side, so it did its job well. It's a pull for me. And My Hero Academia, again, um, I'm watching the anime so that might that might be another manga I get into it'll probably be it'll work the other way around promise never if promise, if I get into promise never I'm reading mangas and oh, reading mangas and comic books and my my mind's just going to be like bam 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 it's going to be like a tennis match going you left to right and then it. right to left you get used to it as long as you don't do them um, back to back I imagine it's yeah. <laughs> have a specific section for mangas and then ha- have a specific section of your day for um, yeah comics one book Moving on to the next one, that I was surprised was not in manga form, um, and it was by Capricorn and Udon. Oh, yeah, Udon. If I'm saying it wrong, I apologise. And if you're the publisher listening, I'm, I'm very sorry, but we're talking about your book now. Uh, 
was the Street Fighter um, comic book. Um, you're going to have to say those two names because I know my... Sakura versus Karin. Yeah, because I know you like to say Japanese names and I just, I just butcher it and this probably was, be offensive. This was one that I was really, really looking forward to. Yeah. I, admittedly, I, ha- I just saw Street Fighter. I hadn't looked any deeper than there's going to be a Street Fighter book. And it turns yeah. out that it, it, at the top it said T for teen. It sort of should have been C for childish. Yeah. I, I didn't get on with this at all, unfortunately. Yeah, it was one of the. It's so. No, did it's, not like. it's one of them. So um, it's, they they are fighters, but they mainly just go in this they video play game. Puzzle fighter. They play, they play this vid. Yeah, they play the video game version of Street Fighter and stuff like that. And it's 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 actually the puzzle. It's puzzle fighter they're playing. And um, I thought which is oh yeah, which is like a a puzzle game that each. Street Fighter character has their own like spe- special abilities, hence why Morrigan's uh, in it because she's from a different franchise. But it, uh, I don't know, it, it, it was a bit too meta for me. Yeah, that um, was the, the first thing that got me when I first read it. I was like, oh, like because she's we- one of them's wearing the Capricorn uniform and stuff like that, and I, no. Capcorn even Capricorn. And I was like, oh, this is meta. And I was like, okay, I can sort of get on board with that. And it it didn't stop me reading, to be fair. But it was one of them where, like, yeah, if you're going in. You go into a Street Fighter book, especially if you've just got Street Fighter, I think you expect more fights than this was... I think it was... For me, there's a lot of great stories in the Street Fighter franchise. What You know, the the story of what happened to Blanca and yeah. Dalsim's Enlightenment and the, 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 the growing up together of Ryu and Ken and the Shadaloo taking over the world and... Va- oh, there's just so much good. And this just... Felt yeah, like for, for me, it childish was, and a bit pointless. Yeah, so for was, me, uh, this was the biggest disappointment of all the books we read. For me, yeah, for me, it was all right for like a free comic book. I definitely want to pay for it. Um, yeah, there was a nice little bit with uh, Ken and Ryu at the end, and I was like, oh, nice. It's like because um, Ken keeps playing. No, is it Ryu? Keeps playing as himself. And then he loses, and he's like, "Yeah, you should probably pick a new Ken's. Like, you should probably pick a new character." And I was like, "Ah, oh, that's kind of nice." And it's yeah, it's just one of them where I feel like they would have probably benefited more from doing a Street Fighter book, but yeah, it is but also I don't know. I, I, I maybe maybe they're trying to make Street Fighter for children. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, no, just, I don't think it's that. I think it's just them being like trying to be a bit meta with it. And it, um, I don't, no, sorry, but they have some they have some cool advertisements at the end of just like. You know the books that well we probably would have want you like well especially you would have wanted to read from yeah exactly book. it's like here's here's not what you want but in the back here's what you want and here's where to get it from and it's yeah it, it's a it's a pass from me it probably would have been a pass from me anyway because I'm not really into the Street Fighter games so um, I probably wouldn't read a book about it if that makes sense no that makes perfect sense um, and I'd take it it's a huge pass from you <laughs> it's if, it, definitely a pass if it's the biggest me. disappointment from Free yeah. Comic Book Day yeah and you read Riverdale as well and you hate Riverdale yeah well I expected Riverdale to be rubbish yeah. didn't I so whereas yeah. I, I got high hopes for this I got to have high hopes please don't do that you love music on the radio show just not don't, you just don't like it when I sing it it's fine right get I'm on with it what's hurt. next so from Dynamite! Dynamite. From the creators of the hit show, it's Bob's Burgers. So Bob's Burgers released a released a book and they had four stories. Well, one of them... Well, three stories, basically, because one of them was part one and part two, and I was like, 
I mean, it's all in the same book, so you could just have had it as one story. Mm. Um, True. But they had, yeah, they were mainly focused around the kid characters. Tina, oh, and I've just, my mind's blanked on the other ones. I think his name's like... Well, I've not seen oh. the TV show, so um, I, I'm no help. This this was a compl- this was my very first venture into anything Bob's Burgers at all. Yeah, and which, there were no burgers, which doesn't help. There were no oh, burgers in the Gerald comic book at all. Wait, where were the burgers, Fraser? I was expecting burgers. I know, yeah, and no you ra- you rarely see Bob as well. No, no, you're right. Bob wasn't in it. You rarely. There was no Bob, and there was no. Burgers. Oh no, Bob's in it. He turns he turns into cheese. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I, that, that was my favourite story, actually, the cheese mider. The che- <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> See, these stories were quite funny, and I think it's one of them. I've seen um, a bit of Bob's Burgers. Um, my flatmate was really, 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 really into it. So I'd watch uh, the odd um, episode room, and it's one of those shows where it's like your typical animation film, animation um, TV show, like The Simpsons and stuff like that. You can sort of jump in at different points and you right, know, just okay. watch one episode and it's It did seem it. like that Louise! That's it. Louise, mm. Tina, and I think his name's Gerald or whatever. Um, oh, it's really going to bug me. It just pops into my head. So, I mean, I've seen but, good good comics that have been converted from TV shows. Rick and Morty yeah, springs to mind. The Rick really. and Morty books are great and get the feeling of the TV show, the, the darkness and the nastiness and the bleakness of the TV show in there. Do you feel like that Bob's Burgers did this, got the feel of the TV got, show into yeah, the Yeah, it book? got the feel of the TV show, but I think the one difference I would say from Rick and Morty to this is um, you have to. it's almost like you would have had to have seen the TV show to get this. And I, little, I, I, I guess I guess true. no one's going to pick this like pick this up going oh this is going to be my intro into Bob's Burgers exactly. and like if you, if you are <laughs> yeah well for this show I doubt you would if it wasn't for this show I doubt you would have gone oh yeah no no go. I like, probably wouldn't because you sort of you almost all three of the characters kids characters that are in this and the two parents as well Bob and um, oh what's the name Didn't Bob's mind. wife Bob's wife. Uh, oh, Linda. Linda. It's Linda. Right. Okay. Linda. I knew because he always screams it. But uh, my mind's just gone blank on this whole thing. But um, they all have distinctive voices. Right. So when you read this comic, you definitely read their voices in. Which and I would have missed out on. Their completely. voices sort of add to the humour, if that makes sense, the way they would express right, it. Okay. Or at least that's how I might be digging way too into that. But all like that no, might that seems be, fair. That might be my theatrics in me where I like to read I like to read different comic books with the voices in. So no, it's always nice sense. when there's something that's been referenced to it or if like you know, you can sort of guess, Oh, I look at them and they would talk probably like this or if I know there's a TV show or film you know, you put a voice to it. The more and more I read Spider-Man, the more and more Tom Holland's voice is taking over instead of, um, I think it's Josh Keaton who did the spectacular Spider-Man. I used to read Spider-Man with his voice. Um, Drake Bell sometimes voices creeps in when I read Spider-Man. But I also like adding music as well. Um, but that's a bit of a tangent tornado. But that so, was. But so no, that, you, your point still stands. It, it, I would have none of that because yeah. I've never read Bob's, uh, watched Bob's Burgers. Yeah, where I feel like Rick and Morty, it's one of them where it's like such a, such an odd show that it sort of works more to sort of, you can just maybe just read Rick and maybe. Morty comics. It would be interesting to get someone else's perspective, but again, Rick and Morty have got those distinctive voices as well, so you could... True. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, 
Um, I, I sincerely doubt I'll pick up another Bob's yeah, so, comic. So I think, for, I think for you on the pull or pass here, it would be, has this made you want to watch the TV show? It hasn't made me chomp at the bit to watch the TV show, but I'll, I'll give it a whirl when... Give it a whirl. If it's, if it's on one of my streaming services that I've got for free. And yeah. I'll, I'll watch that, maybe, as a as a light relief thing. I'm but surprised it's not on Netflix or Channel 4 yet. Mm. E forward. E forward will lap this up. So, yeah, but, um if I get the opportunity I probably will watch a little bit of Bob. Yeah, watch the odd episode. Of this comic, yes. Yeah, so I'd say yeah, uh, that will be your pull. For me, yeah, I mean I'm going to occasionally watch Bob's Burgers. It's, it's all right show. And there is the TV show has much more burgers in. They own a burger restaurant. I like burgers. Um it's quite good and there's always funny stuff like they'll always have on the board like different burger things and there's always references and funny jokes on there um, yeah I'm definitely going to check more of this show out um, comics wise maybe maybe like the odd ones like maybe one shots but I'm not going to pick up a series of Bob's Burgers if that yeah. makes sense like this was great because it was a little extra story it was a good little book though and I think that's it yeah it's a really good book and if you're a fan of Bob's Burgers definitely check it out because it, you know it's more stories to do with Bob and his burgers um, I'm not sure his burgers just Bob I'm sure Jacob would love to check that out um, he's my flatmate he was super into Bob's Burgers and got me to watch a few of the episodes and I'm thankful for it because it's a funny show now the next one we're going to go to has had its TV, its own TV show recently on Amazon. Uh, we've checked this out as well, and it's from New England Comics Press, and it's The Tick. New stories. Now, the one thing I really enjoyed about this was, at the beginning, as a little introduction, it talks about its history with Free Comic Book Day. I, I liked that too. I liked that it can, it's kind of continuing the stories as on each free each comic year. book day, so you, wait, you have to wait a year for the next part so of the story. That's that's kind of cool and kind of clever. It's really cool as well. And what they've done is as well, the advertisement for it is you can get um, almost like a trade or the last nine issues because they've been involved um, in free comic book day for the last ten years. They skipped one year. Um, they literally say, not sure why we did this, but there you have it. Um, but yeah, they've been doing it for they've been doing it for ten years, and that gives them a trade. Why the hell incredible. not? Incredible! So there's a trade you can get of the free comic books, and it's one of them. Like, imagine if you started it from that ten years, and I f- sort of because I've done free comic book day in the past. I was sort of thinking, I was like, oh yeah, I remember seeing a tick book because the comic book store I went to last uh, free comic book day let you pick like three or four. I think Tick just missed out. I was like, oh, because there was mainly because there was, was some Spider Man. There was probably Spider Man, and you know, <laughs> other stuff that you know is just my weakness. There was probably there wasn't there definitely wasn't a booster gold, but there might have been a Titans um, something there. But yeah, so they've been doing like ten years of it, and like you say, all the stories are interconnected, and even like the first what the first page it says uh, it has an editor note see the 2018 free comic book day issue for all this and more and it's, I know it's, uh, it, it, I think that's a great thing and, yeah. and it's but not to defer it's acknowledging to, free comic book day as the power that it is as something yeah. that's really genuinely very very cool and a nice relationship between the two of them and stuff like that and they've managed to use this um, use this day in this event to make something really creative and like mm. just go for something and, and it's a fun book. A credit, to, a credit to them, and not to like scare people away as well. But the story in it itself is very self-contained as well. Like the first yeah. page is literally just to go. This is from like this is connected to last year, 
and this is a continuation of last year but don't worry if you haven't read it because literally the second page it starts a new whole story it starts a whole new story um, which I really liked. It, it reminded me of that episode of Alan Partridge with the obsessed fan. Yeah, that was yeah. brilliant. There's a Simpsons. There's a Simpsons episode as well where, yeah. like, you know, the comic book guy, um, yeah, keeps people in a little thing. And it was yeah, the whole thing was like these guys, the like the tick collectors, and they want to collect ticking off, and it was. <laughs> It was hilarious. It's an interesting story about fan obsession. I loved the love loved stuff like no reboots, please, and that that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, because that's how they got them away. That's how they got them away. It was like, oh, if they get rid of us, they'll have to do a reboot or a retcon or this yeah. and that. And he was yeah. like, no, and that's how the fan loses it, and then that's yeah. how they lose in the end of the day. Spoilers, but it's very um, self-referential I've and nice so. knowing the yeah. fans. And I think that is what the tick is. Um, I have I haven't read that much of the tick, but I've watching the read t- very little, but, but watching the, the TV. TV show it is self-referential and it's that whole yeah. of superhero thing and you know there's a lot of characters that do that it's not just Deadpool um, and a lot of them do it quite well um, yeah, like we, recently saw, fun. we recently saw it in the Shazam film as well sort of that you know wink and nod at just how silly superheroes can be and I like living in that sort of world because it's nice to take some superhero films seriously or get emotionally connected to some but it's also nice to sort of be, pull back and be like yeah no it is a bit all this stuff we accept. <laughs> um, but yeah, so for this, seeing the TV show and seeing this, let's say pull or pass for, are you picking up the 2020 um, tick book? I don't know, it probably will. I, I, I mean, it's it, free. It yeah, <laughs> it didn't blow me away and I would probably maybe read the tick casually but it's certainly not i'm not going to i'm not going to put the tick on my 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 full time pull but i would like to read the next yeah i would like to read more see for me i don't have 2020 vision so oh dear <laughs> so happy i got to tell that horrible joke but no i would probably yeah i'm def i'm going to pick up the 2020 issue i'm saying it now so if we're on air next year and we're doing we this, will be. and we're doing the same thing, no, I mean if we're doing the same thing again, oh, okay. where we're reading all the free comic books, um, Tick's definitely going to be on there. But I guess another pull is to check out some of these other free comic books, and I really kind of want to, but I don't know if I want to pay for them. Well, there you go. <laughs> so maybe if Comicsology have them for free, or if I could, if I can get a time machine. I know, I'll work on my quantum <laughs> quantum mechanics, quantum physics. I'll go back in time, take a free comic book, come back to this time, read it, then go back again, then put it back on the pile. Everything will be fine. I won't mess anything up. There we go. We can always force an Avengers Endgame reference into it. Always. Endless. Now, speaking of time travel, oh, what a beautiful segue from well done, Titan. Dear. We are talking about BBC... Doctor Who, the 13th Doctor. Now, interestingly enough, we talked about the first issue of this a while back on Paul Pass. And it wasn't the first issue, was and, it? Yeah, that's what I was like. I was like, I, when I was reading it, I was like, wait, was this the first issue? And the more and more I read it, the more and more I was like, no, it's not. So It, we was, kn- a, it was a nice, simple, self-contained yeah. Doctor Who story. So, I, I was very impressed with it, yeah, to be we honest di- with you. We didn't get a cheat. We didn't get a cheat read where we're like, oh, I've already read this. No. We thought we had it with Stranger Things last week. We didn't. Yeah. We thought we had it with Doctor Who. We didn't. Even with Spawn, we didn't have it. Exactly. And it's um, another great book, speaking of Stranger Things, uh, by Jodie Hauser. Killing it again. Uh, she's killed it with Doctor Who with this run um from the first issue and with Stranger Things and I liked a little um, introduction at the beginning of all the different characters and mm. the TARDIS um, the TARDIS is as much as a character as the Doctor is exactly yeah yeah it's it's one of them and I, yeah I enjoyed the little descriptions for them all and it's 
it's interesting as well because I know there's Doctor Who's this interesting, interesting fandom because there's people who will read the comics but not watch the TV show because they're like, oh, that's not my Doctor, but they'll read comics about another Doctor, so more tales. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, I feel like I feel like there's. I, I thought Doctor Who fans just obsessed and went for all content ever. Well, I that's, think that's what I was think my experience. I think there's a mixed bag. Like, there's, there are those Doctor Who fans who are like, I'm reading everything and watching everything mm. I can. But there are those Doctor Who fans who are like, because um, I know I stopped watching Doctor Who after David Tennant. I know a lot of people did that. No, this thingy from Matt Smith. I just think David Tennant was so exceptional, and then it was hard to live up to. And it was also that thing of um, it just stopped. Doctor Who sort of in the UK almost becomes like a d- tradition. You know when it's it's when it's on, it sort of becomes a weekly event that you watch it almost with your family or with your friends. I love Doctor Who. I, I've watched every it, episode since the relaunch. It stopped being that with me for Matt Smith, and then Peter Capaldi. I sort of kind of wanted to get into it, but then um, and then I've been meaning to get into this one as well with Jodie Whittaker and. I don't know. I've been. I've read more of the comics than I have that. But there are people who have their doctors, whether it's from before the reboot yeah. or they have it there, and they'll read that. It's, but it's, I guess this free comic book day also introduces not only the comic book of the Thirteenth Doctor, giving people who are like, "Oh, I'm just going to read the comics," a uh, gateway in, but also people who are like, "I was thinking about checking out the TV show, but I'm not too sure." And and you get to learn more about the characters. And for me, getting to know more about the characters here. Um, it's definitely like more of a kick up the butt to be like, come on, get on this season of Doctor Who because I've heard they've done incredible stuff on it. it. A lot of it was good on this series, and um, I went into the the issue one of this this book with really really high expectations. Whereas when I went into this for Free Comic Book Day, my expectations were lower, so I was pretty pleased. And yeah, it, it, like I say, it was a nice, simple Doctor Who story, and the, nice the, the likenesses, the, the likenesses of the characters and the the actors were good, but not great. Uh, I, I just think it was a nice little Doctor Who book, and um, for me, it I, it's not quite enough for me to start reading the comic book in a in a thing, yeah. in, 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 in a pull kind of way. But I, I, I will probably pick up the trade, and um, what I did spot at the back. Um, there's a book that I, I need to read, and that was... Uh, you were talking about My Doctor. Yeah. Uh, I really like uh, Paul McGann. And the there's an Eighth Doctor, Matter of Life and Death, which is set in before, just before the Time War. And I'm like, ooh, that looks rather that's tasty. Right. So that that's one of the ones that's now on my Amazon wish list because it looks great. And, again, pre-comic book day did its job. Exactly. It, it gave me a great it gave Some, me a great read and advertised something, something to me that I will read, now buy. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's exactly what a free comic book day should be doing. Yeah, I guess that's sort of like the part we're still trying to work out what pull or how we can jam pull or pass into this. I guess that's one of the things as well. If you come out of reading this comic book and you want to read something else, I guess that is a pull. Um, if you read it and you just go, nope, that's it, then I guess it is a pass. What I do like as well is they have a reader's guide at the back. We talked about this last week with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and a couple of these books have done it. Um, but there's like a there's a reader's guide for each doctor. So there's the twelfth doctor, like their little run of comics. The eleventh doctor, their run of comics. The tenth doctor, their yeah. run of comics. The ninth doctor, run of the comics. There's some, and some then, great runs. And then it's like classic uh, classic ones, and then the stuff for the thirteenth doctor as well. And it's 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 a nice gateway into the comics. If like you're yeah, a fan of the TV show, so. here's where to read the comics. And if you have a favorite doctor, here's where you can read about more about your favorite doctor and. 
again it's just adding more to adding more for the fandom now the next book on uh <laughs> we're going to talk about from free comic book day is charcoal and it was oh this was a very nice cute story and it just had a very cute um that's why i picked it this week um, a cute cover and it's a sheets story and there's a nice because uh, this is an audio thing uh, so you probably won't be able to see this uh, you won't be able to see there's it there's a nice either. little uh, sewing thing and there's a nice little sheet with holes in what? like like you like your go-to Halloween costume is wasn't this book beautifully peculiar yeah I, I, For I sure. really liked it I couldn't tell if it was a super low-key supernatural story or if it was just like an, I think a, it was supposed children, to be ambiguous or a, or a children's imaginative thing and I think that's what they were going for yeah yeah and I, I loved the piercings and tattoos joke I loved oh yeah when the little blanket one gets yeah and I particularly tatted, particularly loved the discussion of friendships yeah that, that, that was really thoughtful and really deep and, and I liked how it depicted a young person's obsession with stuff and it was just they were, they were like human stories with a little bit of supernatural yeah the one, it was just great the, it was very whimsical and the one thing I liked was the whole thing of like and there was a fr- there's a quote from it that's like um, if you change who you are uh, to make friends they're not friends with you that's they're exactly friends, what I'm talking they're about they're friends with you know this fake you that you made and this is told by a blanket with holes in yeah which potentially could be a person underneath yeah. or it could be a thing because they do this whole thing about it's Mother's Day and the lead character doesn't have a mother so at first I was like is this sheet cover like a representation of the mother is this like her, her imaginary friend who she sees as the mother it's and it's one of them it is brilliant. left ambiguous whether it's whether it is it's just her seeing it or whether this is a supernatural thing and it was it was really really well done and it's, wasn't it it was one of them where um, I looked at it uh, you know, judging but by its cover, which it shouldn't. Mary Poppins even says so in a song. She does. Uh, <laughs> you and Mary Poppins. Uh, nice little callback. Um, yeah, we're looking at the cover and just being like, oh, this is probably something Mark might not be into because I thought it was going to be like super kids like, and it's all I ages. have no problem with kids stuff that's done well, stuff that's done sensitively and intelligently. And this was exemplary. Uh, I, I, this, this, this is on my Amazon wish list. Uh, sorry, I, I, I know I'm getting ahead of myself, but it was brilliant. Yeah, it was terrific. absolutely brilliant, and I immediately added it to my Amazon wish list. And I, um, it's payday soon, so it, it, that, 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 that's getting bought very, very soon. A practical girl, a curious ghost, and laundry. Always, always laundry. Yeah, it's yeah. just great. I, I, I haven't got a bad word to say about it. Definitely get more, and it's interesting as well because it's from a publisher that we. We don't really get to touch upon um, really with Paul Pass just because of um, you know because if we did this every week if we talked about ten books every week we'd never have trade off we'd never have a fourth segment. This, so this is this, this is um, we've, we've seen it with some other titles last week. Uh, it's actually a comic book version of a graphic novel. Graphic they, novel they've yeah. never done. Uh, monthly comics for yeah, this yeah, yeah. this story. So there's a graphic novel which is on, now on my my pull, absolute pull. It's yeah, on my and there's a, it's coming my way a very new graphic, soon. A new graphic novel coming August 2020. Um, yeah, I definitely I definitely check more of this out because it was de- yeah. it was so cute, and I might even check out more stuff that they advertised here. But I'd probably um, it's probably going on. Trade it would off. be a, g- a good gateway into um, charcoal. It's, 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 I, I can see that this is going I'm going to buy it soon and by the time you're back from America this will be one of the books we read on trade off pretty pretty quickly I, I think that. oh my goodness exceptional it, it'll be a twist as well because people will expect this to be a book I give you exactly <laughs> right exactly yeah, right yeah it's definitely cool and yeah just looking at one like digital detective yeah yeah it's, 
definitely cool. What a what what a lovely lovely book. And then another lovely book and another whimsical tale um, is Ghost Hog, and this is by Omni Omni Press, and these are the people who do um, Rick and Morty, which is interesting. And we talked about them for something. Uh, we did another book by them that which really blew our socks off, uh, which was quite good. And I, I like being surprised by stuff, particularly if I think something's going to be bad, because then it, it's this, good. Was this like, one, I really like that. Was this one of them? Because there was a couple when we did the preview where you were like, "Oh, I'm not going to look. I'm not Probably. looking forward to this." Yeah, I think and it, so. it was. It was nice because it was this whole thing about this hog had literally just become a ghost, and they were talking about um, these two are basically just like introducing him to being a ghost basically and you shouldn't haunt the same place you know because you get too attached to that one place and you never move on and they illustrated with this you know what creature is it it's luckily it's it yeah this deer that like it went for an apple and then died in this hole and it's, yeah. it's been haunted like the ghosts are supposed to do the haunting but really they're getting haunted by stuff and he gets haunted by this apple yep. and the hog does a nice thing of getting him in an apple and it's like it's not the apple I wanted though and then it's it's a nice sort of like moving on thing and he sort of learns from it and it's this sort of a nice way of taking a ghost story because I get again Freddy Cat ghost stories ghost stories to me I was like oh but this was a nice wholesome ghost story it had morals and it had lessons uh, but it wasn't too preachy and it was it reminded me I don't know if you've read any of them stuff like um, Phoenix the Phoenix a British comic that's got uh, you might have heard of Bunny vs. Monkey or Lushkin the Cat they come from um, a, a British comic called the Phoenix and this reminded me of that daft fun kids comic it's it's not something that, you know, it's, it's definitely not my taste, but I can see that it's well done. I do like And the it big, is really well done. I love the huge speech bubbles in huge text because yeah. it just makes it easy, easy for you to read. And there is, like we say, with um, a sheet story and a couple of other ones, um, there's a graphic novel of this. And it's like uh, the lead character is Truff and it's him learning all about the afterlife. So, And that's coming in stores uh, beginning of August, which is when I'm back in... Uh, Back in the UK, are you so, likely to put? Are you likely to read this then? I'm, what we might do is because it's going to be an interesting month of trade. Trade off in August might just literally be stuff we got from Free Comic Book Day. That's not such a bad. And idea. it's it's less of this is my book to give to you, and it's more of us just reading trades. If that makes sense, it's yeah, more like yeah. trade off will be more like oh we got a gift from Free Comic Book Day and we d- just decided to read this and I think that's what it's going to be be a nice callback like. as well yeah and there is a little story at the end as well um, Plea with the Woods and that one was okay it was a few pages um, but yeah definitely the hog one was in- was the one go to one thing I did like so on the back they've got an advertisement and it's like Omni Comics for Kids and one that really got my interest in uh, was Pizzasaurus Rex because of the title <laughs> and it's like a T-Rex with, on a pizza I'd, I'd definitely skateboard read and that. I was like yeah I want to check that I out. would definitely so read it's definitely that. a pull um, check out that graphic novel and I just I want to check out this Pizzasaurus Rex and I might put it I'll put it on Polar Pass or Trade Off um, whichever is more appropriate like if there's a single issue coming right. out soon I'm not, I'm not going to resist Pizzasaurus Rex. Rex, right? Yeah, I'm not going to resist that. <laughs> My goodness. If villains are like people who are lactose intolerant and don't like dinosaurs. Someone would <laughs> that. Oh, but what happens if he drops his pizza? He can't reach with his arm. Oh, oh no. Maybe that's one of the that, big... That could be a big story. That's a big that. story. Yeah. Him trying to reach for pizza. Oh, right. Right. <laughs> now, the last... <laughs> 
the last book we're going to talk about is Lumberjanes by Boombox. And this is a this is a really nice little um, topical one for us two because I'm going um, when I'm getting snapped away for two months. I'm actually going to a summer camp, and this was all based off based off this summer camp and sort of like this Girl Scout thing. But there's a little more at foot, maybe. Well, I'd read the first volume of Lumberjanes already, and I recognised its importance. I recognised that it was well done. The artwork is great. I just didn't get on with it, and I still can't quite put my finger on it why. Oh, why yeah. So I was dreading coming on, on here and, and slagging off something that is genuinely a very important and well-loved comic book. And it's, it, it is a good comic book. This I like the black and white stuff just to yeah. flip through, and then the the second story um, by Kelly Thompson, it like it's all in colour. So that was a nice little swerve. Um, there was a lot to love about this book. Yeah, and for sure. The the, the the Hydra's sad face made me laugh. Yeah, and there was there were, the, the Sphinx's boredom was clever, and it's I liked the way they took down like the free headed like dragon thing as well. Yeah, like, the Hydra. Like doing, yeah, doing the doing the knots and stuff like that. Yeah. and I was like, hey, using your scout skills. Using right. your scouts. I'm and a scout leader. Skills. I should love this book. I just don't know why I don't. And I enjoyed it more than I remembered I had. So may- maybe, maybe maybe it's, it's time, time to, to give Lumberjanes another on. go. Yeah, have you got it in trade, did you say? I've got the or? first one in trade, yeah, and maybe, I didn't buy any more because maybe, I didn't enjoy it enough to buy more. Maybe give it a reread. Um, maybe I should. Maybe, maybe I was in the wrong mood. Yeah. I still didn't love it, though. Yeah. I still didn't love it. and I, You'd I, think I would love this. But I don't know why. But sometimes, no. I but don't. sometimes when you think you love it, you you like, oh, I'm gonna love this. So you put yourself in a different state of mind, don't you? And it's maybe, maybe. One, it's, it's just one of them, isn't it? But yeah, no, it did. And the the last story was interesting. The whole thing of like, um, it's all this spectacular. Like, oh, I turned into this, and I turned into this, and it's like, did it happen? Oh, we'll never know. And then it's like, what are these wings doing here? And it was a nice, like, whimsical story to end off. And this was, yeah, this was the last book. Um, I Maybe read, we should it do Lumberjanes as the first one when as the first trade off when yeah, you come back so because you like, know, you'll have been to camp and yeah then, and I'll be you'll... I'll be in that mindset exactly. and literally like this just set me it set me in a good mood because I knew camp was coming and I was like ah oh, and I'm just like oh so so I, I, I mean I know it's pull or pass and you don't like me um, being in between either of those two but this this is um my, my my response on the question of pull or pass to this is reassess. 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 I'm going to cap because we can make our, I can make own rules for pull up past this time around because of how bizarre we are with it. I'm going to say that it is a that would be a pull for you then. Okay. Because it's you know you're going back to Lumberjanes. You've already sort of pulled this. Let's put um, that as the first book we do on when you return. From yeah. Camp. So like in let's do that. Like in August. August will probably be we're just dedicating months to uh, free comic book day. But that's how good it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. It can be like books from free comic book day trades from free comic book day there we go and that's how we definitely know trade off will be on in the show well, I think <laughs> so if you've missed trade off don't worry it's, it will be back and we're going to part of a bang and for me the, going back to the whole free comic book experience that we've had over this month I, I, I feel like I don't think there's anything that's actually bad there's nothing bad across the board no there's quite a lot of stuff that isn't for me but yeah, even, yeah. even like if if I'm taking a step back and looking at it from a non-biased perspective, that 
it is just that the stuff isn't for me. I'm, I'm not going to like every single thing in the world, even if that's it is sure. very good quality. And that's why they put such a diverse range in, and that's yeah. why you've got 51 comics, because yep. not everyone's going to want to read all 51 comics. There's something for everyone, and I really do. And I like that. I've, no, I've, I've noticed that the quality is good. Even if it yeah. isn't something that appeals to me, you can... Even if it's something that appeals to me, say, I don't know, say it was a, a vampire comic book, that's something that appeals to me. But you compare, I don't know, A Thousand Days of Nights to Bob the Vampire, which doesn't exist, but what I'm saying is Bob the Vampire could be terrible, oh, even though it's Mona, on a subject I like. You Mona know? the Vampire Slayer. Whatever. But, what a show, sorry. But what I'm getting at is... Everything that we've read is good quality, even if it isn't what I'm looking for. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's one of those things, and it's it's important that it is because this is you know the first in, some for some people it's the first inter- interpretation or first opinion they get of and if, I think your publisher and your characters. I think everyone's basically brought their A game to this. Yeah, the, for there sure. isn't anything that I've 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 gone and said. Well, that would put people off. Yeah, yeah. But the even the Street Fighter one that didn't resonate with me. Because of the characters, they're not my characters, because of the yeah. story. But it was still a yeah. good story for the audience they were appealing yeah, to. You're you know? already into that Street Fighter thing. Like You're already yeah. into Street Fighter. You're already potentially going to read books. So it's for people who maybe aren't reading them yet or want to try yeah. check out something new. And it's one of them. It's You can't get hurt when you check these books out because it's it's free. And that's the most important part, you know what I mean? Apart from, mm. unless you're like, oh no, it wasted like a couple of minutes of my time. What, what I think we should do for next show is we should try and find a legal thing, a, a legal way that people can read these books that isn't just go on eBay. Because there might be, it might be on the website, I haven't investigated that. So let's do think, a little bit of research yeah, for next week. Maybe Comixology. Yeah, um, so we'll do a bit about. of research so we can let you know where and how you might be able or to access free, these books. Free Comic Book Day, their website might have a way. That's what um, I'm getting at, yeah. Well, we, we don't know that. So we'll have a look and we'll do that for two. next week. And if you, you can do your own investigation that's as well. True. You everyone has the internet. If you can't well, most wait people for have a the week, internet these days. That's a good point. If you listen that is to, a very good point. If you listen to this show, you definitely have the internet. Because right. that's the only way We're you can on listen to it. Unless you're like hiding under the desk. Wait one sec. Yeah, don't, there's no, no one. No, and there's no one. Don't don't do illegal stuff. We we would we, we, we don't like that. That sucks. So don't I mean, do it's that. open to I mean if you want to do illegal stuff, don't we didn't encourage you. No, don't, absolutely don't not. Don't throw us under the bus. Sucks. It sucks. Just like these two guys on the radio told me to illegally do all this stuff. And because there will be illegal ways to do it, but I yeah. always, always find the legal way, or don't bother personally. Yes. And um, subscription services cost a lot of money. Oh, what you could do is you could go into Travelling Man and see if they've got any of these comics left. And exactly. while you're there, why not check out one of the two amazing deals they've got on their two-for-ones. That's and those two-for-ones aren't just in the Manchester store. They're all over the kit place. And if you mention that you listen to Geek of the Week and you're, that's why you're there, you know... The, 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 they'll, they'll shake your hand. That they won't give you anything extra. But be, they'll, they'll, they'll say, they'll say, oh no. But I'm just saying that would be super cool for us, and we would super appreciate. Oh, because oh yeah, and if you, they'll love us. Which if we you, want them to love if us. you have been to Traveling Man, please do let us know. And um, like I always say at the end, it's time for the big spiel. If you checked out any of these free comic books, um, these nine, or any of the ten from last week, or any of the fifty-one um, comics, please, we're interested to get your thoughts. Um, 
Mark's read all the ones we have. Um, I'm making my way through the last ones we have, so I'll be about it soon. I'm not too fussed about spoilers when it comes to the comic books. So share your thoughts. Um, Facebook, we've got Twitter, YouTube comment section below the YouTube video for this. But yeah, um, yeah. so the thoughts that you're sharing, uh, any thoughts on these, any of the free comic books, if you've been to Traveling Man, please do let us know. And when you go to Traveling Man, just mention Geek of the Week and just be like, hey, they're talking nice things about you. And if you're listening and you're working at Traveling Man, oh, yeah. hey, thank you for this. This is a, <laughs> this is really good, and it's been uh, it's been a fun experience. So th- th- that is actually all we've got time for on Geek of the yeah, Week. Yeah, this is all like the segments. So this is just us nattering now. It is. We we as we said last week, Fraser is going away to camp. So what's happening for is two months. Snap two months. Then Mark's going to go back in time, find the stones, and then is re-snap, that... and I'm going to appear. Right. Okay. But uh, next week is Fraser's last week. We're going to do more of the same with the free comic book week. Then after that, I am going to have a go at doing a more music centric show where I'll be playing. It'll be just me solo, and I'll be playing some songs from comic book TV and film and then after that I have got a guest host lined up Ollie Spring wrestling commentator from uh, down south he's going to join me he's a huge Marvel Cinematic Universe fan but has never read a comic book in his life so I've set him a challenge and I've given him Ascender and um, Civil War which is Fraser's favourite book and Ascender's my favourite book and he's yeah. going to give those a go and tell us what he thinks that so well, they'll they, be his first were, ever comic book. they were like um, we talked about like uh, on Messages of the Multiverse um, books to get people into comics and exactly. they were hard too it's a callback yeah it's nice and it'll be interesting to see how it works in so, theory so that's what's coming up there's more guest hosts lined up probably a bit more music does and he, we're going to do, like, do a clip show as well does he like Spider-Man he does. Um, well, we'll find out when he's our guest on the show. I could give him some ultimate Spider-Man. Well. No, he's no. We've already got that sorted. You'll, you'll be gone by then. No, I mean I can give him like I'm still here now. I can True. literally just give you ultimate Spider-Man. I can do it like you could, but here. I've already got it sorted, mate. Don't we worry. Can do Don't worry. Spider-Man. I've got. I've got this. You, you abandoned so, me. Also, so I've got this. What's going to happen is you are. If you're going to feel like oh, I'm going to miss your voice phrase and your your little mutters and your little hearsays and all that. Um, yeah chit chat I'm still going to be around we're going to try and do some Skype we're gonna stuff do we? so, we're going to do some Skype stuff we're also going to do some pre-recorded yeah. stuff so it's going to be like some time warp thing it is yeah. going to be like end game Mark's going to go back in time pick those up and then put them into the present I'm going I'm to cry I love every doing, week you know yeah, what I, fi- I think I've crammed that reference in like at least three yeah. or five times this show but yeah <laughs> so that's what's <laughs> coming up it's a great reference to make Thank you so much for joining us. We've had a five time. We hope you have too. And we'll see you next week on Geek of the Week. And I hope you know the Pokemon rap. Uh. (laughs) Great Scott! It's been almost an hour. What the devil are they doing? Rest assured that I was on the internet within minutes, registering my disgust throughout the world. Thanks for listening to Geek of the Week. Be sure to tune in next week. Same Geek time, same Geek channel. And if you want to follow us on social media, it's at GOTW Radio on Twitter. Search for Geek of the Week Radio Show on Facebook. And to listen again, it's www.mixcloud.com forward slash Geek of the Week Radio Show.